Welcome to the OSO Show of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development Podcast. Each publication in our journal is a great opportunity to share significant and audacious contributions to a large audience. My guest today is Julia Korosteleva. She's from the University College in London. She recently published an article entitled Sectoral Digital Capabilities and Complementarities in Shaping Young Firms' Growth Evidence from Europe. It has been published in Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, a journal edited by Talent for Artists. She co-authored this paper with Randolph Luca Bruno, Kirill Osaulenko and Slavo Radusevic. Julia, welcome to our podcast. Uh, thank you, Vincent. It's a pleasure to be here today, and it's a pleasure to share actually our research with a wider audience. Can you tell us what is the origin of your paper? Why have you decided to address this particular topic, and what is the question you aim to answer? Thank you. I think I will start from outlining actually our research question first. And uh, in our paper, we uh, actually study how then digital sectoral capabilities uh, autonomously, but also also in combination with uh, um, other knowledge-related uh, uh, sectoral capabilities uh, influence young firms' uh, uh, growth. Um, I think it's important to clarify already here that uh, uh, among other uh, knowledge-related sectoral capabilities, uh, we look specifically at uh, investment in human capital, investment in research and development activities, uh, which capture innovation capabilities at a sectoral level. And also we look at investment in tangible capital as well. Uh, so all these types of capabilities are crucial for knowledge generation and exchange uh, within firms' uh, immediate environment, which is sectoral environment, and obviously then shaping uh, the performance of firms uh, within this environment. Uh, we also extend our research questions and to consider how this relationship uh, actually vary depending on uh, different market structures and also depending on the uh, maturity of firms as well. Uh, I think now turning to your question uh, of um, uh, what actually um, um, happened the region of our research, where it comes, where the idea comes from. So I think the answer to this question would be more or less straightforward. Um, uh, no surprises in the sense that um, uh, actually uh, this paper effectively is an outcome of uh, my and my colleagues' uh, joint engagement in uh, Horizon 2020 research project, um, um, uh, which uh, uh, the name of the project was Grovin Pro, and uh, this arc acronym stands for growth, welfare, innovation, and uh, productivity. So the project just ended, actually, it ended last year. Uh, it's uh, engaged the consortium of 13 top European Union higher education institutions, and it was led by Santana University in Italy. So the objective of this project was exactly to focus on identifying demand and supply uh, economic policies and uh, how they can actually uh, boost economic growth in the European Union uh, following a sluggish performance of Europe uh, after the global financial crisis. Um, um, speaking about our contribution actually to the project, uh, uh, we specifically focus on micro and meso-level foundation of economic growth. And initially, our scope was a bit broader. So we focus on um, um, full sample of uh, European firms uh, 
uh, which uh, was available for us via um, accessing Bureau Van Dyke Amadeus data. And uh, these firms included both like uh, bigger and smaller firms, also younger and uh, uh, more mature firms. Um, and um, um, what we identified actually at the early stage of our research is that obviously there's a patterns of performance defi across these firms and uh, also the way how then the sectoral level capabilities affect their performance as well. So we decided to zoom our focus and more specifically on younger firms and also noticing that actually digitalization uh, had a more pronounced effect on uh, actually performance of younger firms. And uh, basically it's uh, how our research idea was born. <laughs> what, Thank are, you. what are the contributions of your paper? Mm-hmm. Um, so our study, uh, we believe, makes actually several contributions, more specifically to entrepreneurial performance and industrial dynamics literature. Uh, first, uh, what we show is that uh, digitalization and other sectoral capabilities, like knowledge-related sectoral capabilities, they impact young firms' growth uh, as they mature, and uh, this effectively then sheds more light also on uh, how the combination of these different sectoral capabilities uh, helps strengthening the, um, um, this younger firm's resilience um, um, throughout the um, uh, stages of different stages of their development. So second, um, uh, we believe our study also emphasizes the importance of uh, the specific complementarities uh, between these various uh, knowledge-related sectoral capabilities. And uh, uh, speaking about our results, just to give you an example, uh, we, for example, find that uh, a digitalization uh, plays an important complementary role on uh, uh, facilitating young firms upscaling, specifically in the uh, more um, uh, research and development intense uh, context. But also this effect is very much conditional on the maturity of younger firms. So it manifests manifests only for uh, more mature firms uh, rather than for younger firms, uh, like uh, at the um, um, age of, say, one, two years old, for example. Uh, what we also show is that the digitalization also plays important role in contexts which are rich in uh, um, terms of investment intent capital as well. Uh, and uh, this result actually is uh, not conditional on the stage of uh, startups development. So it's manifests across all the stages of uh, uh, young firms maturity. We also show that, uh, for example, in contexts which are rich in terms of uh, uh, digital development, but uh, um, where, for example, human capital development is still at a fairly uh, low stage, uh, um, we find that in such contexts, actually, uh, younger firms tend to demonstrate more sluggish performance and even declining performance. And we attribute these results possibly to uh, mismanagement in skill composition uh, uh, of employees um, uh, in younger firms. Um, 
Uh, also, interestingly enough, like uh, to extend basically uh, our contribution to also uh, industrial dynamics literature, we show that all these relationships are pretty much uh, are conditional on uh, market structure configurations. And uh, we show that digitalization has a more pronounced effect actually in more uh, competitive markets rather than in more concentrated markets. Thank you. What was for you the the main theoretical or maybe methodological challenge or challenges in addressing such a question? That's an interesting question, Linson. Thank you. Uh, actually, I think throughout the different stages of our research, we were facing various constraints and starting actually from assembling our more complex data set as we had to match, for example, Uh, this uh, firm level Amadeus uh, data with also sectoral level indicators coming from uh, the European Union CLAMS data set. But I think the biggest challenge for us was perhaps addressing um, some of our anonymous reviewers actually comments uh, um, um, and the more specifically these comments were related for example Um, um, the need for us to replicate actually our results uh, when switching to alternative um, measure of uh, actually a growth of younger firms. Initially, we sticked, uh, for example, uh, to the use of uh, labor productivity measure, but our reviewers or one of our anonymous reviewers thought that um, uh, it's um, more common actually to use uh, a turnover growth rate rather than labor productivity growth rate uh, as a measure of young firm performance. Also, since we focus on uh, uh, considering actually uh, uh, these effects uh, at different stages of younger firms' performance, uh, so our reviewers thought that maybe turnover growth rate would be more beneficial for us to focus on as uh, sales are more sensitive to various external shocks. And it's interesting to see actually how then uh, younger firms uh, may build up their resilience as they mature and how this uh, process would be influenced then by Um, uh, the sector level capabilities. So that I think was our biggest uh, constraint or the biggest challenge actually. And uh, I believe we are so much grateful to our reviewers by uh, uh, suggesting us um, uh, to switch to alternative measures of growth as uh, it helped us to discover uh, interesting findings, which I guess have uh, quite important policymaking implications. During your research journey, what was your biggest surprise or maybe the most counterintuitive result? I think the most surprising result was for us that we didn't find um, any um, um, significant effect of, say, more intense innovation environments on uh, younger firms' performance. So we uh, consider both basically autonomous effect of this knowledge-related uh, um, uh, sectoral capabilities, but also in combination with each other or even when they interplay between themselves. So uh, speaking about autonomous effects, there is a, a great amount of literature on knowledge spillovers. Uh, which uh, indicates that in more intense knowledge environments, so you would expect uh, uh, um, younger firms to perform better, um, uh, given that there is exchange of various ideas and more uh, opportunities for them to recombine these ideas and uh, uh, develop and bring new products and processes to the market as well. So uh, while initially we were actually very uh, surprised by these results, but uh, by not finding the 
importance of this research and development uh, intense context on the younger firms' performance. Uh, we uh, this actually has motivated us uh, to uh, start exploring uh, exactly these combinations of various knowledge-related uh, sectoral capabilities. So you see, it provided a new direction our research. Um, so thank you. What are the main implications of your work for entrepreneurs, managers, policymakers, practitioners in general? Um, I believe uh, the most interesting results that we obtain as uh, they related to uh, exactly uh, these complementarities um, um, existing between these uh, various uh, knowledge-related sectoral capabilities. And our results more specifically then suggest that uh, horizontal policy solutions, um, uh, which uh, say, for example, favor a specific type of capability in isolation, uh, be it, say, investment in research and development, be it investment in digital transformation of the sector or human capital development. So uh, they may have a limited effect or even sometimes counterproductive effect on the upscaling of younger firms. Uh, instead, what we actually uh, advocate is that uh, policies should focus more on the portfolio of these capabilities and uh, consider, uh, more importantly, uh, various complementarities uh, uh, to the advantage, actually, of upscaling of younger firms. Also, for policymakers, it's very important to um, uh, to adopt more sort of a tailored approach uh, when uh, uh, developing their policies in addressing uh, younger firms' performance. Uh, and this uh, tailored approach should actually consider in which sectors uh, younger firms operate, also uh, the type of markets uh, or market con market configurations in which they uh, actually operate. And uh, uh, so is also the stage of their development, because we said that uh, uh, the state of the uh, the stage of their development, like maturity, uh, uh, matters actually for uh, some of these effects to have uh, more pronounced impact on younger firms' performance. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Julia, for participating to our show and presenting your paper entitled Sectoral Digital Capabilities and Complementarities in Shaping Young Firms' Growth, Evidence from Europe. All our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship.cad.com and on the main podcast platform.